Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. Our guest this morning is Dan Balaban, a successful Calgary entrepreneur who founded Roughneck.ca, which provided software solutions to the oil and gas industry. And he's currently the executive chair and CEO of Greengate, a leading Canadian renewable energy company. Good morning, Dan. Morning, Tara. Morning, morning David. David. Good morning. Good morning, Dan. Good to see you. Haven't see seen you. you for a while. So, Dan, share with us a little bit how did Greengate start and what's the kind of purpose? Yeah, maybe we could start off by me sharing a little bit about my personal story. So, uh, perfect. I grew up here in Calgary, uh, Canada's energy, ca- uh, Canada's energy capital, you know, the center of the oil and gas industry. Uh, but it's also uh, at the footsteps of the Rocky Mountains, beautiful natural landscape. Uh, my late father, Jack David, who, who knew you knew, uh, was an oil and gas entrepreneur and a you know, tremendous mentor in my life. Um, you know, so I grew up in the oil and gas industry. But I also grew a tremendous love of nature from a, from a very young age. Um, started my career in technology consulting. Um, started my first software uh, company, my first entrepreneurial initiative at the age of 24, a company called Roughneck. Uh, we helped oil and gas companies with operational challenges, uh, including reporting their greenhouse gas emissions. So that gave me early insight into what I could see as looming environmental challenges uh, that our industry was facing. I had a successful exit from that company uh, uh, I guess in 2005, so a while ago now, and with no prior experience in power generation, but with a desire to uh, prove that business could be a force for good, you know, a positive, um, leave a positive environmental impact, uh, started Greengate uh, 15 years ago. Hmm. So it's uh, explain a little bit about what it is. What is Greengate? What kind of renewable power are you working with? Greengate is a company that develops large-scale renewable energy projects um, and started the company with my brother, Jordan. Um, And uh, really what we do is we take an idea for a renewable energy project and do all the work that's required to that idea over uh, several years uh, and turn that idea into an operating renewable energy project that's producing power into the grid. Um, You know, we've been uh, fortunate to have been quite successful. Uh, You know, it takes... uh, a little bit of nerve to start a renewable energy company in the heart of oil country. Uh, but we, you know, we believe that there is a real opportunity here. Alberta is blessed with a phenomenal uh, fossil fuel resources, but also phenomenal renewable energy resources. And, uh, you know, we wanted to prove that you know, renewables of scale could work here. And phenomenal people that and have phenomenal. the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, I mean, Alberta is a great place to do business. Uh, we're one of the most uh, entrepreneurial places in the world. And our people are absolutely a huge advantage. I agree with you. And there's also a bit of a misconception that people who are working in the traditional oil and gas world are not fans of a transition and that they're, we're not all working together, but, but we actually are. I mean, we have scientists within those companies that focus specifically on this as well. And it, we can work together. I, I totally agree. I believe the um, you know, energy conversations become way too polarized. Um, just like a lot of issues in the world, unfortunately, <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, energy, it's been framed as oil and gas versus renewable energy. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, for the time being, it's an end. We can be developing our, uh, you know, oil and gas and our renewable energy resources. You know, but I think it's really important that we understand that there's a transition that's underway um, and it's uh, accelerating. 
And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, the destination now is net zero, which is a, you know, very ambitious uh, goal. And uh, I think we as Calgarians, we as Albertans uh, can choose whether or not we want to embrace that goal or whether or not we want to, you know, uh, fight it and, and work against it. But I think that's the way the world's headed. And I think uh, the Alberta brand is one of innovation and taking on challenges. And uh, that's what I think we should do. So, um, as you said, the discussion is becoming very polarized. And But everybody, like clean energy is in the news daily. And, and you have uh, summits all over the world and that people fly with private jets to get to talk about clean energy and net zero. What is the impact on me, on, on the simple guy that lives in Calgary or in Edmonton or in any other city has to do with, with getting there to that ambitious kind of goal? Well, first off, and how does Gringit can help me? Well, you know, first off, uh, it seems that, uh, you know, the global consensus is that climate change is an issue. Um, and, uh, you know, renewable energy is one of the uh, important ways that uh, we tackle climate change. I'm not saying it's the solution to everything, but it's, you know, it's an important thing. So if we care about that, this is important. Uh, if we care about the economy, it's also important. I think, uh, you know, we've seen over the last several years, Uh, you know, what an over-dependence on one industry does to our economy. You know, we had, you know, years of, of um, you know, relatively depressed economic activity in Calgary and in Alberta due to depressed oil prices. Now oil prices are back up and we're feeling good, but it's a, it's a, it's a volatile ride and one that I, I think is unsustainable. And I think it's really important that we diversify our economy. And this is an example of uh, how we diversify our economy That means uh, more prosperity for Albertans, more jobs for Albertans, and uh, you know enables us to sustain our our way of life. So I want to kind of uh, get to the point that you mentioned more jobs because um, I saw a picture of uh, you and your brother Jordan uh, celebrating the new uh, solar kind of uh, field. Yes. Uh, can you share a little bit about this? And and how do we transition people from the original or the traditional oil and gas industry to the new industries or do we have to transition them to other industries? So over the last 15 years, our companies developed uh, over a billion dollars worth of renewable energy projects that are either uh, operating or in construction today. Uh, the latest project that we're under construction with uh, at the moment, the one you referred to is a project called Traverse Solar. Uh, it's by far and away the largest uh, solar project in Canada, uh, one of the largest in the world, in fact. Uh, you know, to give you an idea of what it is, it's a, it's a project that consists of um, about 1.3 million solar panels uh, spread over you know, 3,000 acres of land, uh, produces energy by taking sunlight and converting it into electricity. And, um, you know, there's almost a thousand jobs uh, that are created during the construction of that project. I was just there last week. The big milestone we hit last week is we for, uh, pr started producing our first power into the grid. And now the project's going to continue coming online in, in pieces over the rest of the year and be, be fully operational by the end of the year. But, you know, there's lots of uh, skilled construction workers that are, you know, being put to, to work on that site. Uh, you know, project managers, engineers, uh, bankers, lawyers, there's a whole ecosystem of people that are, able to earn a living as a result of that project. It's very exciting. We're with Dan Balaban, the executive chair and CEO of Greengate. So you just talked about a huge solar project. So what are those solar panels made out of? Uh, the solar panels are made out of um, 
essentially uh, glass and uh, you know circuitry uh, yeah. inside the glass. They're pretty simple, uh, simple uh, pieces of, of equipment. And uh, you know the wonderful thing about solar energy is you have sunlight that hits uh, the solar cells, mm-hmm. and there's no moving pieces, and it turns that directly into electricity. Now, I think it's you know phenomenal technological uh, advancement and has the possibility of um, you know delivering a, a really low cost energy for a very long time. Uh, the IEA, the International Energy Agency, last year declared uh, solar the new king of electricity, uh, declaring it the lowest cost source of new electricity that humankind has ever had. Um, yeah, I think it's you know it, it's very exciting. We can we can produce low cost energy and have a clean environment. Those two things aren't in conflict. They go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But you can't do it in Vancouver. They don't have sun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's better to, better to have, a, have a more sun. You know, so, um, and, and on top of it, actually, it's, it's funny. People ask me all the time about our cool weather here in Alberta, but solar panels actually operate more efficiently under relatively cool, sunny uh, days. And Alberta has more than 300 days a year of sun, Mm-hmm. Uh, relatively cool temperatures, as yeah. we know, but actually very well suited for producing energy from the sun. Yeah, Alberta has the most sun days in Canada. That's correct. So that the um, the reason I asked you about what what they're made of is because I I just read an article just before we came on about the um, the materials used for both wind and the solar uh, are are not we, we're not able to circulate that those materials and so that they would end up in landfills when they're no longer in use. Is that true or are we using, are we advancing that technology or what's happening there? Yeah. So, you know, I simplified, um, you know, the description of the solar, uh, you know, solar panel, it's glass and circuitry, but that, that circuitry has some, you know, some very valuable uh, uh, materials in it. Um, We're still in the relatively early days of solar and uh, I think an area for improvement for sure is, uh, you know, better ability to recycle uh, panels. It's not yet a widespread po- uh, problem um, because most projects are just starting. They're not at the end of their, their mm-hmm. lives. But, you know, it's definitely something that that'll have to be figured out. I think, um, you know, there's, uh, like I said, valuable materials in it. And I think with the proper incentives in place, I think an industry can definitely uh, be created to address that issue down the road. Our guest this morning is Dan Balaban, Executive Chair and CEO of Greengate. And Dan, we have to take a commercial break. And we'll be back with you immediately following the commercials. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. Our guest this morning is Dan Balaban, Executive Chair and CEO of Greengate. Um, Dan, you know, I I read an article that uh, was published by the Fraser Institute, and they say that renewable power has high cost. So, and you just said that, you know, earlier before the commercial, that sun energy or, or solar energy is the lowest cost that we can get. So help us here. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak for uh, the sources of that, you know, that particular report, but they're wrong, um, is what I would say uh, simply. Um, I think one needs to really follow 
um, where things have been going. You know, the, the comments that were made about, uh, you know, that relate to renewable energy 10 or 20 years ago uh, no longer apply today. Uh, you know, the technology uh, continues to improve at a phenomenal rate. Costs continue to go down. You know, at the moment, uh, the global supply chain is disrupted. Uh, the renewable energy is no, uh, industry is not immune from from those uh, those supply chain disruptions. But uh, you know, in general, the trend has been you know costs going down at a at a tremendous rate. And we reached the the tipping point in the last few years where renewable energy is now uh, you know the most cost competitive uh, source of new power generation that we have. Um, how do how do you see the renewable energy growing in our in the facilities and in the service to the clients? Well, I think you know what we're seeing is, you know, for example, uh, there's a lot of companies all over the world that have committed to uh, net zero targets, and uh, one of the ways that uh, they're achieving their net zero targets is by buying renewable energy directly from uh, large renewable energy projects. You know, so for example. Uh, on the big solar project that I was describing, uh, Amazon is uh, buying the majority of the power uh, that's being produced uh, by that project under under a long term basis, you know, so that they can meet uh, you know their uh, Goal. good their goals that they've publicly stated, and they're they're one of you know many companies around the world uh, that are doing such a thing. Uh, but then you know, subsequent to that announcement, uh, Amazon announced uh, the largest single tech investment in our province's history, just outside. Uh, Calgary, a multi-billion-dollar, uh, you know, tech facility, and they said one of the main reasons they did that is because of the abundance of renewable energy in Alberta. Mm. So renewable energy is becoming a, a new Alberta advantage. It's actually attracting, you know, that new investment that we require in this province because a green grid is becoming a competitive advantage. That's something that we we have to understand. Mm. It's it's not just the lowest cost uh, source of energy. Um, you know, companies now care about where the energy comes mm-hmm. from and how clean it is. And what's the difference between the wind and the solar? Um, so, you know, wind energy produces, uh, you know, wind from wind turbines by uh, harnessing the energy that's that's in the wind. Um, solar energy uh, produces energy that's generated by the sun, uh, by sunlight, by converting uh, sunlight into, into electricity uh, with solar panels. They're, you know, they're complementary to one another because, um, you know, the wind will blow and, uh, you know, be a cloudy day. So, you know, you'll have that. And then some days you'll have, you know, no wind and, you know, high sun. So those two, those two resources balance each other out very nicely and uh, allow for, um, you know, a more predictable, uh, uh, steady stream of energy. Because and, and they're the same cost effective? They're... they're you know they're um, they're competitive with one another. For, yeah, I think it really depends on uh, the the place. Um, you know the specific location. You know Alberta, we have both. Like we're blessed with you know great uh, wind resources, great solar. We should be developing both. But you know there's you know places in Europe, uh, for example, they have a lot of offshore wind, but not you know not great solar resource. It really depends on you know the specific uh, location in the world. So right now, GreenGate has generated enough energy to power more than 400,000 homes, right? So what percentage of the total grid does that represent? You know, it's still, a, you know, still, you know, our, 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 our company, it's, it's a meaningful, but still a relatively uh, small contribution uh, mm-hmm. to the grid. Um, but, um, you know, the renewable energy uh, industry as a whole is still uh, a minority uh, of the energy that's on our grid here in Alberta. In some places in the world, it's now the majority, uh, uh, you know, on the grid. I was just in 
fortunate enough to be in Costa Rica in, in February, and they're almost 100% uh, renewably uh, powered. Iceland's another example. Um, you know, cer- certain mm. European companies that are much more renewably powered. But anyways, um, in Alberta, it's uh, still a minority. Most of our energy electricity here in Alberta comes from, uh, used to come from burning coal. Um, that's all being retired by the end of next year. That's being converted in a lot of that's being converted into burning natural gas. Mm -hmm. Uh, But going forward, there's a whole bunch of new power generation that needs to be built in this province. And, um, you know, I believe a growing proportion of that uh, is going to be coming from renewable energy as time, as time goes on. So I think, uh, you know, we're going to see that proportion grow and I think potentially uh, the ability to move from that being a minority of our energy being produced in the province to the majority of our energy coming from renewables, especially with Canada's new net zero goals. So what do you say to people who, um, I mean, there are extremes on, on both sides of, of uh, as you said, polarizations, um, but what do you say to people who say, no, we got to keep all the oil and our natural resources in the ground starting now. Like we just shouldn't be doing this at all. What do you say to people who are on that end of the spectrum? I think it's important that uh, people have, you know, sensitivity for, you know, some of the nuances uh, associated with, with positions. So I understand the desire to urgently address climate change. The reality today is uh, the world is still using oil and will be for the foreseeable future. And uh, I believe as long as the world is using oil, it should be using uh, Alberta oil. We have some of the most responsibly produced oil in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, uh, you know, we've got great regulations. We treat our people with, uh, you know, respect. And, you know, there, there's lots of great arguments for why we should, you know, continue using Alberta oil. So I don't think it, you know, I don't think it's realistic to say we should just leave it in the ground. But, but, um, Again, the, you know, the world's going through an energy transition. I don't think we can take for granted that um, we will be able to produce, uh, you know, our resources forever. Uh, I think there is going to come a time where we're, the world is going to move off fossil fuels and be entirely on a renewable system. Uh, but that's, you know, that's going to take time. So, we, you know, we need to, it's both. It's an and. We need to be, you know, I think for the time being, uh, developing both and doing whatever we can to clean up uh, our industry. Hmm. Let's uh, chat a little bit about Greengate and culture and how does it feel to work with family members? <laughs> <laughs> Who makes the decisions? <laughs> I know you are the oldest and Jordan is the youngest, but uh, knowing Jordan, he won't kind of uh, get everything by, by kind of a command. You know, how I, does it work to, to you know, work we, with we, a family we, member? Yeah, it's, it's great. I, I'm really ha- I'm very lucky to have the opportunity to, uh, to work with both my brothers. I work with Jordan and, and my brother Michael. and my brother, Mike, and, uh, we get along great. Um, we were raised well, I had good parents and, uh, they raised us to, to get along and, uh, and, uh, respect one another. I, I you know, I generally, you know, I try to listen to other, you know, uh, to lots of opinions to inform my decision-making process. Uh, you know, Jordan does the same and, um, yeah, it's been a relationship that's worked really well for us for, for many years. I feel very fortunate. So the last word is whose? 
Oh, don't make them do that. Don't put them on the spot there. <laughs> like they have that's, a good relationship right that, now, that's David. That's our job to put yeah. people on the spot. <laughs> not fam- not with family. That's who, why call, who calls the shots, you or your wife? <laughs> you know that. Yeah. You, we all know it, Zohar. Yeah, we all know, right? <laughs> but what would you say is the one thing that you need to, if for people out there who have family businesses, what's one thing that you have to have? to make it work? You know, I think you need to have respect for, uh, for each other and try to put your egos aside and uh, try to, you know, make, you know, good decisions that are based on, you know, the right information. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it's not for everybody. You know, I, I, I have people come up to me all the time and say, I can't believe you're able to do this with, <laughs> with your family, but you know, if it works well, it's fantastic. And I can't, you know, I'm, I'm so proud of what I've been able to achieve uh, working with my my brothers. You know, we've um, created the you know massive economic investment in this province. You know, over two billion dollars of investment that we've attracted into Alberta for renewable energy projects. You know, many many jobs. You know, thousands of jobs that have been created over the construction of these projects over the years, and uh, tremendous uh, environmental legacy that we've left. We've you know, we developed a number of projects, including the largest wind farm in the country at the time it was completed. Now the largest solar uh, project in the country. And uh, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. So then in the last 60 seconds, where do you see Green Great five years from now? Well, I think the energy transition is accelerating. Uh, there uh, was lots of opportunity that we saw when we started the company 15 years ago. But I think there's an order of magnitude, uh, more opportunity ahead. And, uh, you know, I look forward to uh, continuing to build what I believe is going to be one of the great next great energy companies, Uh, the energy companies of the future, the great energy companies of the future will be the ones that are producing clean electrons, uh, not fossil fuels, and uh, look forward to continuing to lead the way, hopefully. Thank you so much for uh, educating us on on, uh, Greengate, Dan Balabum, Executive Chair and CEO of Greengate. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dan. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges.